0: Hi, this is Chris, and welcome to Adventures in Odyssey.
1: Okay, boys, pack
0: it up. Hey, wait! Who are you guys? And what are you doing?
1: Sorry, lady, we're from the research department, and this theme's gotta go.
0: Gotta go? That mean? Being
1: replaced is what it means. Research shows that it's too big, too exciting for our audience.
0: But this is an adventure show. It's supposed to be big and exciting. What did you expect? A kazoo? Uh,
1: a hop, actually.
0: Okay, bring it in, boys. Wait, wait, now just wait a minute. I protest these changes. You
1: can't because you've been changed too. I have. Yep.
0: Okay. Research shows
1: you're a little too light and bubbly.
0: Okay, boys, well, take her on you out. You can't do this. Uh, I don't know who did bring it. But, but, but,
2: but, but, but,
1: Wait! Somebody! Okay, pal, you're on. Thank you. Uh, We'll be right back with our adventure right after this. Not bad, but maybe we should drop the word adventure, too.
3: If you're like me, you've already figured out that you were born to make a difference. Hardwired to change the world. Problem is, it's not always easy to know where to start. I mean, you've got this big dream, but it's a little blurry, out of focus, you know? Maybe you should check out the Focus Institute.
4: The Institute has helped me, in a very real sense, define my calling.
3: Imagine spending a semester in a classroom with other students who care about the same stuff you do. But everything you're learning is completely relevant to your life and the relationships you're forming.
5: I really have been surprised that we all have a deep common goal of Christ, and so I've made friends that I will keep for a lifetime here.
3: The Focus on the Family Institute, a world-class education and a life-changing experience. It may be just what you need to give your dreams focus and to jumpstart your world-changing plans. You can find more information and download the student application form at focusinstitute.org. That's focusinstitute.org.
1: Change can be a good thing if the changes are made for the right reasons. But sometimes changes are made just to cover up wrongdoing, as we'll see in today's
6: adventure.
7: Well, job's done, Witt. Windows all clean. At least as clean as I'll ever be with all these kids running around here.
6: I'm sure you did the best you
7: could. Yeah, I don't know why I bother, but I know they'll be dirty again tomorrow. <laughs> why don't parents teach their kids not to put their fingers all over the glass?
6: Oh, it's just the way things are, Bernard. And um, how much do I owe you? Yeah, usual, I guess. Okay if I write you a check?
7: If you have to.
6: Is it a problem?
7: No, not at all.
6: Yeah. Pay the order of Walton's... Uh,
7: uh, hold on, Whit. Make that out Uh, to Walton's Hygienic Maintenance and Engineering Company,
6: please. Hygienic Maintenance and Engineering Company? You sound like you've been talking to Eugene. It's a pretty fancy name for just cleaning up, isn't it? Modern times, Whit.
7: We gotta keep pace if we're gonna survive. These are depressing times for small businesses like ours, you know. No, I didn't know. What's so depressing about it? Didn't you go to the meeting at City Hall the other night? Oh, sorry, I missed it. Some specialist consultant big shot from Chicago talked to us. He says Odyssey is in a lot of danger. Oh? What kind of danger? Corporate takeovers, mergers, the destruction of all us little privately owned shops. Well, you have a shop. I have a bucket
6: and a squeegee. Hmm. That sounds serious.
7: Oh, it is serious. I couldn't
6: do my job without my squeegee. Oh, I meant the part about small businesses being in trouble.
7: Oh, well, that consultant said we have to do something and do it now. Everybody's in such a rush all the time. Well, what does he suggest? He said we have to change our names to show we're keeping up with progress. I don't get it. Change our names. We're all doing it. You know Mr. Casey's Corner Market? Of course. From now on, it's called Casey's Convenient Super Shop.
6: Oh, Well, is Mr. Casey changing the store
7: around? Well, no, he's just changing the name. People are impressed by new names. <laughs> It'll increase business. You know, it sounds like a lot of double talk to me. Well, I won't argue with you, When All I know is what this guy told us to do. Now, he he's going to go around to all the businesses in town and help them come up with a plan. So I, I reckon he'll get to you eventually.
6: Yeah, that should be interesting. Well, yeah, here's your check, Bernard.
7: Transaction note. What? Uh, the bank's gonna start calling them transaction notes. <laughs> Good grief. Gotta keep up with the times, Whit. It's the only way to survive. Oh. Whoa. Sorry, Mr. Walton. I didn't see you there. Yeah, no surprise. Rush, rush, rush. Why don't parents teach their kids to slow down? They don't have time, I guess. Gotta educate these kids, Whit. See you tomorrow. Don't both die in their sleep.
6: Bye, Bernard. <laughs>
5: Hi, Mr. Whittaker.
6: Oh, hello, Kurt.
5: Have you seen Lucy? I've been looking all over the place for her.
6: I think she's up in the Bible room.
5: Great, thanks. Oh,
6: oh, wait a minute. What's the big rush?
5: Benjamin Lane's family is moving out of town tomorrow. Oh, I
6: heard about that. So?
5: So, that means he won't be our class representative for the student council. Uh Uh-huh. Which means there's an opening for another bright, intelligent young candidate.
6: And you think Lucy should do it?
5: No, I think I should do it.
6: Oh, I see. You know, I didn't know you were interested in school politics.
5: I'm interested in anything that'll get me a passing grade in social studies without doing any homework.
6: I figured there was a catch.
5: Yeah, see, the student council representatives get good grades in social studies just to sit around and talk about school rules and who should get student of the week merit badges. Pretty lame. And they get A's to do it. Isn't education wonderful?
6: I think you have the wrong idea, Kurt. It isn't that easy.
5: You're right. I have to be elected by my class first. And that's where Lucy comes in.
6: Oh, and uh, how does she fit into this grand scheme?
5: She'll play a very important part in making sure that each and every student understands why I need to be their student council representative. You want me to do what? I want you to be my campaign manager. You're crazy. Come on, Lucy. You're the only one I can count on. Didn't you run that very successful anti-litter campaign at school last month? Yeah. And everyone stopped throwing trash on the ground, didn't they? Yeah, they stuffed it in my locker instead. Still, the campaign was a success. And if you can do litter, you can do me. I don't trust you. Trust me, Lucy. How could you say that? You're the only one I would even think to ask to do this. Why? You have a nice personality, clever ideas, cute voice. You're just who I need to get me the votes to win. Say you'll do it. Kurt, if you don't do it i won't run now that is silly i won't if you don't have enough confidence in me to become my campaign manager then why should i bother it's not that i don't have confidence in you then you'll do it i didn't say that oh
2: then you won't i didn't say that either what are you saying i don't know
5: will you do it please i must be out of my mind that makes you even more qualified Let's go. We have posters to make, speeches to write, and babies to kiss. Babies to kiss? Having this little rally was a terrific idea, Lucy. I knew you'd be a great campaign manager. What a turnout. Yeah.
2: I didn't think someone many Kurt would come on such short notice, though. I only made the announcement this morning.
5: Maybe it's a mistake. Are you kidding? They're loyal supporters. Hurry up, will ya, Kurt? I want to get my ice cream and get out of here. Sure, hold your horses. See how excited they are? Ice cream? What did he just say about ice cream? Oh, nothing. Kurt. I just gave them a little encouragement to come to this meeting. What kind of encouragement? Free ice cream to everyone who attends. What? i better make my speech while the crowd is at a fevered pitch. But Kurt? Thanks for coming. My name's Kurt, and I'm the new candidate for student council. Yeah! We don't have a lot of time, so I won't bore you with a lot of political junk. I'll tell you right out what I'm going to do if you elect me as your new representative. First, I won't let the school administration push us around anymore. From now on, we'll be a student council that works for the students. Yeah, where's our ice cream? I'm glad you brought that up, because if you elect me, I will begin lobbying for free ice cream in the cafeteria at each and every lunchtime. What? How would you like to go to school without worrying about any homework? That's the kind of school I'll bring about. Kurt, you can't. I'll be working full time to get even more holidays every year and more breaks from classes. What do you think, huh? Kurt, when it's time to vote, remember who I am. Cam Du, Kurt, your next representative for Student Council.
2: in the palm of your hand.
5: My grandpa always told me to leave an audience a little hungry. What does that mean? It means let's get out of here before they find out I don't really have any ice cream.
4: Mr. J.A. Whittaker, I'd know you anywhere. Ah, well, uh, hello. I'm Phil Phillips, marketing consultant from Chicago. I've come to this city to help boost floundering businesses like your own.
6: <laughs> My business isn't floundering.
4: Oh, it isn't floundering now, but it could, Jim. Uh, may I call you Jim?
6: You may, but my name is John.
4: Well, I want to be your friend, John, if you'll let me. Will you let me? That depends on what you're up to. Well, what I'm up to, as you say, is to help the businesses in Odyssey survive in our modern times of intense competition. Meaning, get the other guy before he gets me. Exactly. I can help you by helping you help yourself. You look like a good man of business, and good men of business want only one thing.
6: Satisfaction of a job well done.
4: Oh. Old thinking, Jim, old thinking. Let's take this shop of yours, for example. This, uh, what, what do you call it? Wits End. Wits End. What, what is that a joke? It's a pun. You see, statistically speaking, business names with puns are rarely ever successful. Of course, you aren't expected to know such things. That's my job as top consultant from Chicago.
6: I'd like to see those statistics. No, of
4: course you would. Who wouldn't? But first, I've got to come up with a plan for repositioning your business in the public mindset.
6: Meaning you want to change the name of my shop.
4: Oh, and you've seen the results of my work with other stores.
6: All I've seen are a lot of new business signs going on.
4: Now, why don't you show me the place and we'll see what kind of plan we could come up
6: with. I think you may be wasting your time.
4: Oh. Oh, don't give up hope so easily, Jim. No. I'm sure we can turn this little playpen of yours into a thriving business. With a little work. Just give me half a chance. You won't know what happened to you by the time I'm finished.
6: That's exactly what I'm afraid of.
5: Lucy, Lucy, where are you going? You have
2: posters to hang. Hang your own posters. I Quit? Quit? Wait a minute. Hold it. At least tell me why you're quitting. Because you lied. I can't be a campaign manager for a candidate who lies. Me? Lie? What lie?
5: Not lie. Lies. Your whole speech at the rally was a bunch of lies. Those weren't lies. Those were campaign promises. Every candidate makes them. Don't you watch TV? They're lies. You can't do any of the things you said you'd do. Not lies, Lucy. Rhetoric. Who? Rhetoric. It's what politicians use in their speeches. It's what people want to hear. It's like, like salt on a potato chip. It gives a speech flavor to, to taste good. You're making this up. I'm not. Ask any politician. Potato chips always taste better with salt on them.
2: Kerr, I don't care about politicians or their potato chips or campaign promises or rhetoric. Rhetoric. You just told everyone that if you got elected you would do things you know you can't do. Call it what you want. It's still lying. You're wrong, Lucy. What about the ice cream? You promised everyone ice cream if they came to that meeting, didn't you?
5: Well, yeah. That was a lie. But now do you see the difference? That was a lie. The speech was rhetoric. You're learning. You'll be a great campaign manager. No,
2: I won't. I quit. Understand? Q-U-I-T. Quit. Now leave
5: me alone. All right. Fine. All you had to do was say so. We'll be back with
0: today's adventure in Odyssey right after this.
6: If you're looking for something fun to do, you'll find it at witsend.org. You'll get the latest Odyssey news, scoops, and reviews.
2: I'm researching an article for the Odyssey Times about some interesting people and places around Odyssey.
6: You'll find a bevy, I have always wanted to say that word, bevy, of games, activities, and even screensavers that will pique your interest. Uh, uh, To borrow the colloquialism? At witsend.org, you can ask the writers questions, hear from the actors, even submit your own reviews. I thought it was highly imaginative of him to do a production of Oklahoma set in Alaska. If you miss a show, it's a great place to catch up on what's been happening. And I'll let you in on a little secret. You could be the first on your blog to hear scenes from the next adventure.
0: Stay tuned for scenes from our next Adventures in
6: Odyssey. Just about everything you need to know about Adventures in Odyssey is on witsend.org. Log on today.
0: the conclusion of today's
5: adventure and odyssey. Hi, Mr. Whitaker. I'll be finished in a minute.
6: Oh, whoa, Kurt. Where are you going with all those posters?
5: I thought I'd hang them up, if it's all right with you.
6: Well, what are they? Let me see.
5: Here. Tomorrow's voting day. I figured I'd get in some last-minute campaigning. Here? Sure. A lot of my class hangs around here.
6: Well, what happened to Lucy? I thought she was doing this for you.
5: No, she bailed out.
6: Really? Well, how come?
5: Let's just say we had philosophical differences.
6: Uh Uh-huh. These are nice posters. Did you actually pose in that Superman outfit?
5: Nah, trick photography. How so? I took a photo of my face and pasted it over a photo of Superman. Neat trick, huh? You have to give the people a strong image to get the votes.
6: But this poster doesn't say anything about what you stand for as a candidate.
5: I can't bother with things like that in a poster, Mr. Whitaker. They won't vote for me if I tell them what I really stand for. I just have to look good. That's all people want. Can I put up the posters? Uh,
6: no, no, I'm sorry. Witsand doesn't take sides in an election.
5: Ah, uh, but I colored them to match your walls.
6: Well, I'm sorry. And what's more, I think you're a little confused.
5: I am. Are they the wrong shade?
6: No, no, the color's fine. It's just, uh, well, it's that business about looking good, about the importance of image, as you called it. You know, those aren't the only things to consider in a campaign, Kurt. Of course
5: not. That's why I've been taking voice lessons. I want to sound good, too.
6: That's not what I mean. See, it's not how a person looks or how he says something, but who he is and what he says.
5: You're talking about rhetoric and campaign promises. Don't worry, I use plenty of those.
6: Rhetoric and campaign promises. Oh, yeah. Lucy told me about that.
5: She did? Then you understand.
6: Well, I understand, but I'm not sure that you do. It's not what you call something, but what it is. The name, the label on the outside doesn't change what it is on the inside. The same with how you look on those posters. Now, you got that?
5: That's great, Mr. Whitaker. You should be a politician. Why? I didn't understand a word you said, but it sounded like it made perfect sense.
6: This is an important point, Clive. Stick around and you'll see a living example.
4: Mr. Whittemer. Hello,
6: Mr. Phillips.
4: Hey, I brought the blueprints for your shop.
6: But I didn't ask for any... Once you
4: see them, you'll realize they were worth the money. Just take a look at these babies. You're redoing Wits End?
6: Somebody seems to think so.
4: I think you'll be pleased with the way that I've relabeled everything here.
6: Mr. Phillips, I wish you hadn't gone to so much trouble.
4: No trouble at all. Just a few name adjustments here and there, and I think your shop will be bringing in loads of money. (laughs) My fee will be nothing compared to what you'll be raking in.
6: Oh, yes, uh, your fee.
4: Don't worry about it now. Let my work speak for itself. The first thing I recommend is a new name for each one of your displays. You want to attract kids, right? Well, then let's go after what they like best. This train set, for example. What about it? Right now you're calling it the train set. Pretty boring. But that's what it is. It's not just a train set, my friend. It's the Fireball 5000, a roller coaster ride of death-defying twists and traps. Is he talking about your train set, Mr. Whitaker?
6: He seems to think so.
4: But it's not any of those things. It's a train set. It doesn't have to be any of those things, kid. Maybe you should step aside and let us adults handle this. Uh, no,
6: Mr. Phillips, no. I'd like Kirk to see a
4: marketing expert in action. All right, if you insist. This thing you have here, the imagination station, the kids these days aren't attracted to cutesy names like that. Kids want something with shock and pizzazz. Hmm. Right, kid? You tell them.
5: Well, now that you mention it... it Exactly.
4: Listen to the boy, Mr. Willikers. Get rid of the Imagination Station. You should call it the Thriller Thruster. They'll be lining up for miles around to take a ride. And at five dollars a head. Five bucks?
6: But that's not what the Imagination Station is all about, Mr. Phillips. Here at Wits End, yes, I'm trying and to... and
4: that brings me to my biggest point. I was saving it for last, but you beat me to the punch. The name of your shop, Wits End. Nobody wants to visit a place called Wits End, would you? Now, be honest. <laughs> of course not. No. But I've got a name that'll bring them in. Bring them in by the hundreds.
6: I can hardly wait.
4: Ready? The Raw Metal Power Push starcade. You're both speechless, huh? Beyond your wildest dreams, I know. And you know what's great? All you need is a new sign out front. You don't even have to change anything inside. That's
6: all I need to do, huh?
4: That and my token fee for all this ingenious creativity.
6: Oh, well. No offense, but I think you should leave, Mr. Phillips.
4: Leave? What, what, you want to think about?
6: I've thought about it, and you should
4: leave. You don't like it? What? You want your name on it again? (laughs) Wits, raw metal, power push star cave. Goodbye, Mr. Phillips. We're not connecting here. What is it you don't like?
6: I'll tell you, Mr. Phillips. What I don't like is that you think you can fool people by changing names on them. Well, your name game won't work around here. The people of Odyssey are too smart to fall for it.
4: I don't know what you're talking about, Mr. Wilterger.
6: I think you do. You see, in another time, you wouldn't have been called a marketing consultant... You would have been called what you really are, a con artist.
4: What? That's a very serious accusation. I'm a marketing expert who knows... A marketing expert?
6: What marketing company did you say you worked for in Chicago?
4: I didn't say.
6: Was it college, university, advertising agency? Name some of the accounts you worked on.
4: Uh, Maybe I should go. I don't have to stand here and suffer this slander.
6: The fact is, Mr. Phillips, I checked with a number of my marketing friends in Chicago, and they've never heard of you but the police there have. Apparently, you've become quite an expert in their records. Phil the flim-flam Man Phillips is what they call you. Apparently, you'll make your living trying to trick small-town businesses
4: out of their money. Need I say more? No, sir, but if you'll excuse me, I have some errands to run. (laughs) Nice doing business with you. What are you doing, Mr. Whitaker? You're letting him
5: get away.
6: I am, but the detectives outside won't.
5: Boy, how did you know he was a fake?
6: because a good marketing person has more respect for people's intelligence the same with good politicians and that's what i was trying to tell you Kurt. just because you change the name of something doesn't mean you change what it really is you see my train set is the same train set whether i called it the uh, iron bucket or something like the fireball five thousand fireball five thousand sounds more exciting but that doesn't really make it a faster train set it's all just a name game
5: Gotcha, Mr. Whitaker.
6: A lot of people like to play the name game with other things, too, like doing things that are wrong. They think that by changing the name, it's not wrong anymore. But a lie is still a lie, even if you try to call it rhetoric or campaign promises. You get my meaning, Kurt?
5: Yeah, Mr. Whitaker. I think I'm getting the idea.
6: Good. Now, it's not too late for you to amend your promises before the election tomorrow, right?
5: No, sir, it isn't but but what telling the truth sounds like political suicide to me
6: <laughs> well just give it a chance kurt you'll see
7: yeah and then the sheriff said mr phillips next time you have an inkling to come to odyssey you'd better think twice and this phillips guy took off like a bad puppy with his tail between his legs <laughs> They give me tickets for jaywalking. They let him skip town. Yeah, well, let's hope he's learned his lesson. I doubt it. I doubt it. Those sort never do. It's in their
6: blood. They try a con job here, a con job there. Yeah, here a con, there a con. Everywhere a con, con. Well, maybe he's different. Some people take lessons to heart, you know, like a young boy I was talking to yesterday. He was trying to get voted into the student council. Bye, Mr.
5: Whitaker.
7: Bye, Mr. Whitaker.
6: Bye, Kurt. Oh, well, I wonder what that was all about. Say,
7: now... That's the boy who came rushing through here yesterday, wasn't it? Well, actually, it was... Hi, Mr.
2: Whitaker, have you seen Kurt?
6: Well, if he was the speeding blur that just shot past, he went flying upstairs. What's going on? He won the election at school this morning. For the student council? Well, what do you know? But why was he running like that?
2: He's trying to get away.
6: From who? Uh, all of his fans are after him for an autograph? Is that what it is?
2: Not exactly. He made a bunch of campaign promises to the kids this morning, right before they voted.
6: Oh, come on, Lucy. He wouldn't have been foolish enough to make more campaign promises, not after we talked yesterday.
2: Oh, no. Just look.
6: Kurt? Kurt? You come down here. Hey, you kids, don't you touch my clean
7: windows.
1: It looks like Kurt may have learned his lesson after all. You know, sometimes we think hold that... It, hold it, hold hold on, hold it, hold uh, it. Something wrong? Uh, yeah, it looks like we made a big mistake. This is Adventures in Odyssey. We're supposed to be working on Adventures in Oncology. They're in the studio next door. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. think it sounded like a medical show. Uh,
0: all right. Uh, bring her back in, boys. Oh, that's fine. I'm ready right now, of course. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> uh,
1: sorry, lady. Our uh-huh. mistake.
0: Uh, anything I can do to make it up Ooh. now? You you want
1: us to play the theme or something? No,
0: no, no, no. Really, I'm all right. Everything will be fine now that we're at the end of the show.
1: Uh, well, we'll get out of your way so you can do whatever it is that you do. <laughs> yes. Bye. Right, uh-huh. uh, good so
0: Have a nice day. Uh. Well, now, <clears throat> where were we?
1: Wrap it up, Chris. We're out of time.
0: Oh, oh okay. Uh, what am I supposed to say? Address? Right. Uh, if you ever want to write to us, all you have to do is send your letter to Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, BC, V6B4G3. And when you write, Don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of this broadcast. Just mention today's date in your card or letter. That address, once again, is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a production to focus on the family. Today's episode is called By Any Other Name and was written by Paul McCusker and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Lutrell, and our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.